Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. In this series of episodes, Good is Not the Goal, I pray that you will be opened up to source how important the source is from which you live and draw and where you find your strength, your confidence, your love, your compassion. It is important who is the source for all things can appear good on the surface. But my friends, if self is the source rather than God himself, as your source, then eventually everything is going to have its limits and you're going to hit the wall. And my heart is to draw you to himself. And for that to happen, the good of man as your source has to be exposed. Take a listen to these episodes. Go into the scripture. Let Holy Spirit awaken you to the source from which you draw. I pray that these will be helpful. Love you all. All right, now check this out, my friends. Check this out. I looked up some research, just basic things on Google. And do you know how much the self-help improvement market uh, generates? Now, anywhere from about 11.6 billion, (laughs) let me make sure you understand, 11.6 billion in 2019, and it was by certain researchers uh, and the statistics that they gather that it would be upwards to 14 billion in 2025. And yet I found others who said in 2023, it was already up to 41.2 billion. And I'm thinking to myself, really, this is amazing. Now, check the rest of these stats out. There are about 500,000 self-help groups in the USA that has about 8 to 10 million people Uh, flowing in and out of their doors, in their groups, in their conversations, seeking help. Now, what I want you to catch here is not the negative, not at first, not just bashing self-help, but I want you to step back just a little bit further and realize 8 to 10 million people, just, just off one stat, involved in over 500,000 groups looking for help. My friends, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing while people are out seeking with their time and treasure to find help? My friends, where are we who say that we are sons to the living God, who is the helper of all time, who is the great comforter, right? Now I want you to catch this. So people are on the hunt for help. They want help. 
Now, check this out. The number one self-help guru, as they would call him, is Tony Robbins. And he brings in a mere $83 million a year and is greatly applauded and is greatly appreciated by people, I think, from across the board, even many Christians. It's not so much about giving out wrong information or that it is not going to be helpful in the short term, but the issue is, my friends, the issue is what is the source of the help that you give. And when it is called self help, it's what I can find myself. It's what others can provide for me. It is what I can be in charge of. It's what I can accomplish. It's what I can do. Now, listen to me, my friends. Good is not the goal. And in all of self help, even in the top categories, and, and here they are again. You can look at different lists, different researchers, but in the ones that I found, here are some of the areas in which people are going to self to find help. It's to themselves and to other people. And again, it is about two things right now. They are wanting help. They are looking for help. And what is the source for which Uh, they seek their help from. So having the need uh, is not the problem. It is the source. It is the source. Here are those topics. Here are those ones where uh, you can see what people are looking for help in, what categories. Listen to this. In confidence, leadership, motivation, creativity, communication, compassion, self-reflection, time management. Just to mention a few, what are a couple of the top self-help books that are selling? It showed right now, again, on the particular research I looked at, was Atomic Habits and Five Love Languages. Now, the top book of 2023 was The 5 a.m. Club, So I'm vaguely familiar with some of these because when you shop Amazon, when you are on any level of attempting to stay on the cutting edge of what's happening in the world and life and culture, uh, in the church, with people, then you're going to come across these things. So I bring all of this up to show my friends, people are on the hunt for help. And the source they're going to is self, themselves, and self when it involves others. Looking for that which will help them to boost their life, to take it to the next level. Now listen to me carefully. This podcast, Good Is Not The Goal, and it's going to be Good Is Not The Goal 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, because I'm looking to take small bites of, of certain aspects of real true discipleship and then to begin to provoke the conversations for us to begin to think beyond what might look good and appear good. 
I mean, who could take a swing at it if someone wants to feel more confident, have greater leadership, deeper motivation, be more creative, be a better communicator, be more compassionate? How do you swing a stick at that? How do you come up with trying to turn that into something negative? But my friends, we must, we must, if we are going to be those whom God, God lives in, he is building his life within us, the life of Christ himself, that we might then enter for ourselves and become great doors for other people. And my friends, if we're taking our own self to self for help, or what others can do for us, do you understand then how could we possibly be taking people to him? My friends, we are called, if we really understand that good is not the goal, then we obviously, based on these statistics, we are going against the entire grain. We are going up against, (laughs) we're going up against multi-billion dollar industries with what? with the gospel, right? Do you, do you get that David and Goliath picture? (laughs) This is amazing when you look at the statistics. And then if you come to the house of God and you find the same self-help, you find the same man-centered philosophy is God is here to help you. And God is going to do this for you. And God is going to make sure that you are blessed and you can do it. You can do it. Just pray more, fast more, study more, serve more, volunteer more, and you too can overcome. My friends, listen to me carefully. Did I already say this about five times? Listen to me carefully, my friends. Good is not the goal. Now, I say this all the time, but in the course of conversations that I'm having with those who help to provoke me and keep me on target, I decided this would be where we would go now. You see, since we launched in January, we've been going through those things which begin to expose that good is not the goal. Having just a positive mindset is not the goal. It's not going to make the whole trip, my friends. It's not. Why? Because everything human has its limits. And I know that to the natural mind hearing this, it can be quite offensive. And especially to the one who may be a Christian who is doing everything they possibly can to be good, to do good, hoping their good outweighs their evil. I say to you, Christian, I say to you in the house of God, good is not the goal. You've heard me say it before. I will say it again on purpose. Good is on the same tree as evil. If you go into Genesis 3, you are going to see that there are two trees, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and then there is the magnificent tree of life. My friends, if there's anything that is going to fight the life that is Christ himself, it is going to be the good of man. 
It is going to be the good of man. But again, I am first sent to the house of God, to the people of God. I am not here to wag my finger at the world, but I am here to provoke the people of God that we say that we trust in Christ only. All right, then my friends, think about this. Do you trust in Christ only for confidence to be one who is properly motivated, one who will be able to have mature communications, to be able to manage anything, much less your time, right? Are we, are we beginning to track here and realize if it is Christ and him only, are you accessing the very life that he has given you for the entire journey, not just to begin, but to finish. So let me read to you from Galatians 3, 1 through 5. Now, I refer to this scripture all the time. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Classic, and I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible so that I can launch us out in this particular uh, set of conversations that good is not the goal. And I want you to to recognize that sometimes I will go to calling it the voodoo <laughs> because, because I was raised in Louisiana uh, that and more south Louisiana than north, uh, then this is why I say, who put this voodoo on you? Now, where would I get that from? Well, Galatians 3, 1 through 5. And here is what it says in the Amplified Classic. This is Paul speaking to the Galatian church. He says, oh, you poor and silly and thoughtless and unreflecting and senseless Galatians. Who has fascinated or bewitched or cast a spell over you? Unto whom, right before your very eyes, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was openly and graphically set forth and portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you this one question, he goes on to say. Did you receive the Holy Spirit as the result of obeying the law and doing its works? Or was it by hearing the message of the gospel and believing it? Was it from observing a law of rituals or from a message of faith? Are you so foolish and so senseless and so silly? Having begun your new life spiritually with the Holy Spirit, are you now reaching perfection by dependence on the flesh? Have you suffered so many things and experienced so much all for nothing to no purpose, if it really is to no purpose and in vain? Then does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works powerfully and miraculously among you do so on the grounds of your doing what the law demands or because of your believing in and adhering to and trusting in and relying on the message that you heard. Now, he's not chastising them for the desire to go on, the desire to continue. He is addressing what has corkscrewed what has gotten them off the rails is that if you began by the Spirit, are you now attempting to reach perfection by dependence upon the flesh, upon the old ways 
that are left, if you will, as a residual within that once was the way of the old man. You are no longer the old man. You are now new. And yet he's saying you began by the spirit, but are you now attempting to finish by the flesh? And he says, this is like a spell. It is a spell. Who fascinated you? Who put this voodoo on you? Who, right before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was crucified. So it sounds to me like he's saying, listen, you've seen, you've seen him putting an end to all things old. You saw his death to put all things old down. Now you're going to pick it back up. But here's what usually happens, my friends, is, oh, we don't think we should pick up the evil side of it. Oh, but we are quite enamored with the good side of it. We are quite impressed. Paul says in many other places, he talks about the seduction of the sons that just like Eve was uh, seduced away in uh, the garden, Genesis 3. He says, I fear now the very same thing is happening, that you're being seduced away from a pure and simple devotion to Jesus Christ. That, that you're tolerating certain things, certain messages. Actually, he says you're tolerating uh, a certain gospel, a certain spirit, a certain Jesus of your own making. Like Jesus is cheering you on while you work so hard to do so well. Jesus must be so very impressed. So here now I want to read it to you out of the Message Bible, Galatians 3, 1 through 5. Now check this out. You crazy Galatians, did someone put a hex on you? Have you taken leave of your senses? Something crazy has happened. For it's obvious that you no longer have the crucified Jesus in clear focus in your lives. His sacrifice on the cross was certainly set before you clearly enough. Let me put this question to you. How did your new life begin? Was it by working your heads off to please God, or was it by responding to God's message to you? Are you going to continue this craziness? For only crazy people would think they could complete by their own efforts what was begun by God. If you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? Did you go through this whole painful learning process for nothing? It is not yet a total loss, but it certainly will be if you keep this up. Does the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourselves, does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving or because you trust him to do them in you? Oh, there is so much to say out of that. So I think that we will end here and we will continue in the next episode. My friends, good is not the goal. Get ready to go against the grain of being good enough. Love you all. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a bit of info. If you like our content, 
hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, I don't know if you've heard, but Google Podcasts are going away in April. So if you listen on Google Podcast, jump over now and make sure you subscribe to Tent Talk Podcast on my YouTube channel. All of our podcasts are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Until next time.